follow from. Reach in. The traditional lands of the Ohlone people who have still not been recognized by the U.S. federal government. This is Glass Gallery by Nick Schofield. Nick is a lovely guy. We met in Montreal in 2014. is this album a lovely one speaking of lovely ones thanks for listening Thank you to everyone who called in. We'll get to those calls in a minute. And if you didn't know, you can call in. Just send me an audio file. Voice memos on Signal are popular, but you can do whatever you want. I'm not particular about that kind of thing. And speaking of lovely ones, another beautiful day. Bright blue skies and bright green leaves from the unblocked sunlight. For everyone who asked about my fingy, feeling a lot better. Thank you for your concern. I even got some sensation back. So that's great.
doing something different this time. But I won't tell you what it is. Let's take a call. standing over the stove just now after just heating up some lentil chili and I was making this recording to send to you and a little bug landed on the hot burner and died so sorry to hear about that bug a bug's life Great to hear from you. Thanks for calling in, Jazz. And I hope you're having fun farming. Speaking of bugs, I have an electric bug zapper. Heard me. It zaps bugs electrically. And I think it's humane. Kills those mosquitoes instantly. No suffering. You weren't aware. Mosquitoes and I do not get along. Mosquito bites on me swell up to the size of baseballs. Can you believe it? I call it my mosquito issue. My mosquito issue. reading a while ago that some scientists were seriously wondering whether it would make sense to kill all the mosquitoes in the world effectively to con construct a mosquito bioweapon would eventually murder all mosquitoes They believed that mosquitoes play no role in the ecosystem. They are simply lecherous, pure parasites. To which I would say, let's not be so sure. 
you've gotten it wrong before. someone yesterday who just moved to the bay from Maryland. Welcome, Say. She said that her friends equated Oakland with Brooklyn. those friends get well soon. Go to the calls. Hi, Nick. Uh, I wanted to call in and inquire, having visited your house before, about the situation of your avocado grove in your backyard. I remember last time I visited, uh, there are lots of avocados falling down from these trees, but they'd routinely have squirrel bites on them, or they'd hit the ground and burst open. I thought. You know, as a technologist and security professional, I wondered whether you've um, looked into potential solutions to preserving this precious fruit. Um, so yeah, fill me in if you've come up with anything since then. 
Well, I didn't think I'd be receiving so much sass over these calls. The audacity to refer to me as a technologist in my own show. But to answer your question, we did come up with a solution. We have an 18-foot picker. 18 feet. It telescopes. And boy, is it wobbly. But it's got some claws attached to it. And if you get over the avocado, you can yank it on down into the bucket. It ain't easy. But these avocados are delicious. They are without hyperbole the best avocados I have ever had in my life. And what's interesting about them, at least to my mind, is that the pit is coated with a thin film that stays on the avocado flesh after you remove the pit. I think that this causes the avocado to remain fresher longer. They ripen much more slowly. And they stay good even when cut without turning brown. I assume that this film has something to do with that, maybe seeping the nutrients into the flesh. I don't know. But it's my assumption that that quality was bred out of commercial avocados to make it easier to remove the pits. But at what cost? On our avocados, a knife cuts right through the skin. So once you've cut it in half and you've removed the pit and scooped out the film that I just described, when you then cut the avocado, your knife goes straight through to your hand. And again, I suspect that commercial avocados have been bred with thicker skins, but at what cost? These hidden externalities of our way of living and our epistemic risk not knowing what we don't know until one day you get an avocado picker pick some avocados 
I never would have known. Beautiful track that is. That's Travertine Museum. I know everyone is tired of hearing about the I Ching. Cool it with the I Ching. I know, I hear you, but... Something you may not know about the I Ching It's simply one of the earliest written works. And one hypothesis goes like this. People had just perfected agriculture. They were no longer hunter-gatherers. And with agriculture came regularity. Work schedules. And with that came newfound free time. Discretionary time. first time, there was time during which 
it was not clear what you should be doing. And this was evolutionarily new. How do you cope with that? That could be the end of a species. Still might be. But how do you cope with that? What's the strategy? For the first time, the possible state space is too large to compute. Figuring out what to do is too unbounded a problem. What are you going to do? And the solution was throw sticks on the ground and see where they land. And then come up with stories. The turn, those random events, into direction. Was it really agriculture that caused divination to occur? I doubt it. I don't take the story literally. But it's a provocative anecdote that gives you some kind of analytical purchase. on decision-making and choice. Here's another one. It's obviously apocryphal. There are three hunters hiding in the bushes, waiting for their prey. One of them goes home. He doesn't want to wait. That guy passes his jeans on. The second guy thinks he sees a tiger in the bushes. Freaks him out. And he goes home. That guy passes his jeans on. The third guy sees a shadow across the bushes, and he says, it's still not a tiger, but it was a tiger. He dies. The guy whose risk tolerance was too low survives. The guy whose risk tolerance was way too high also survives. And that guy who sees shadows in the bushes 
sees patterns where there are none. That turns out to be adaptive. He, for whatever reason, got rewarded evolutionarily for seeing patterns where there are none. Fresh news just in off the wire. The Nam June Pike exhibit at the SF MoMA can give you a headache. From TV frequency noise. And I haven't visited it myself, but from a photo, get a low refresh rate vibe from some of the TVs. These are the PSAs they don't want you to hear. record shopping today for the first time in a long time with Audrey. Just going to find some records to digitize. Can't wait to help. 
may even have a record or two of my own to share in return. musical artists may eventually listen to this if you like Nick Schofield have a beautiful album you want me to play feel free to tell me I'm happy to play it if you've ever fantasized about having someone just listen to your album all the way through while my dumbass talks over it then this is really kind of a golden opportunity. Luke, I'm looking at you. Thank you all for listening along to this album with me. It's really a very, very nice one. nice to listen to something that's thoughtfully composed and so melodically pleasing. And the mixing and mastering. And of course, patch design is unreal.
just world-class sound. This album is a true banger. The whole way through. What a fun time. Thank you for listening.